Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is October 29th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. Just uh, trucking along here. You got Wi-Fi issues again? Some, you know, just it's just the fall. It's the fall season. They got trouble filling the field. You got trouble uh, phoning in for a podcast. I, I heard about you know, 50% of those words. Comcast is a complete disgrace and embarrassment. I've, you know, plug plugged the router 25 times the last three days. I've well. restarted this bullshit. It's just like, it's too big for, it's like, just provide the service that I'm paying an ungodly amount for. The Wi-Fi is a disaster. You know, they overpaid for probably, you know, PGA Tour rights, and now they can't provide good Wi-Fi. I don't understand what's going on. Well, I would say I would say that the counter is is that you're trying to conduct business, and you're not a, a business customer. You need to join the Comcast business. <laughs> and I'm uh, not even. I can't even. I can't even. I can't even connect to the internet. I can't even go to like Twitter.com. It's a. It's a mess. It's a disaster. It's ongoing. Uh, but this is a Friday episode. Been a great week on the shotgun start. We had garage sale chatter on Monday. Uh, we had a little quiz on the just the dregs or the the incredulity of the field. Some of these participants at the Bahamas uh, or Bermuda, I should say. And now we have our uh, annual Halloween costumes episode. It's it's certainly it's a pretty far afield topic, even by shotgun start standards. But people seem to come to enjoy it. There's minimal golf talk. But, uh, hey, it's once a year. You can deal with it. I think people usually enjoy it. And it's a good Friday episode. We're going to take a break from the Friday guests and, and do a little costumes. But first, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up this uh, stunning development in the world of golf controversy. <laughs> Lee Westwood encouraging oh, people on. to book the Fairmount St. Andrews. Encouraging, exhorting, <laughs> promoting the Fairmount St. Andrews. Do you have any response? I mean, I think you go down with the ship. You can't pick and choose when and where you get into bed with Westy. What do you have to say about this, given your prior statements about the Fairmont? Listen, we don't we don't come to Westy. Westy fandom doesn't rely on his travel advice. Oh. You know? <laughs> we, we do rely on his non-golf travel advice. I'm very interested where Westy might go for, you know... In South Spain or Portugal or in Greece, you know, but I, you know, I don't think we've, his golf course, Close House or Close House, whichever one it is. Close House. <laughs> close or Close. Um, that's not an architectural uh, masterpiece. And, and now he's, you know, promoting the, the fake St. Andrews. And asking for Saudi waiver, tough, tough times on uh, Westy Island. I, I think it's interesting that your your sort of fandom extends only so far. You can pick and choose when and to get off the boat. As someone, you know, get in and get out. It's interesting, but um, we're a fan of the sportsman, you know, in general. We aren't okay. necessarily 
We, you know what? He's got, he's got to make his money. That's what he's doing. He's cashing in. We want Matt Westy to live a comfortable retirement and uh, and later years of life. So, uh, all right. So speaking of the Saudi deal, we should. I mean, that seems to be the news of the week, of the month, perhaps of the year. When all this is said and done, uh, I, I do think. You know, DJ Pajoski had a tweet about, like, I'm surprised, like, at the, uh, you know, a list of questions, but also I think in it said, I'm surprised at the um, just relative lack of discussion around this. I mean, it does seem like we're on the precipice of maybe, like, saying the top 50 NBA players are all leaving the NBA to form, like, five 10-man teams and just play, uh, you know, half their games on the other side of the planet, on the globe. It does, like, that would be a monumental story. Golf feels like, I don't know how close the Saudi thing is, but it seems like things are moving. It seems like the Norman thing, it doesn't seem, it's, it sounds like that's a done deal. Like he's going to be announced next week. There was a Golf Week report about an NDA or a, a I don't know. Embargo. Secret, yeah, an embargoed meeting. Why were we invited? I don't know. I don't think we, we're big enough or we've made too many critical comments of the Saudis. I have no idea. But whoever was, I was. I made a joke about like I'm Spartacus. Like, are these guys just going to stand up? Who's who's going to be found out that their 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 you know their journalism degree isn't worth the I don't know the salt that's written the the paper it's written on when uh, maybe it'll know. be a it, staff writer. What's that? Maybe it'll be a staff writer that stands up. It's, it's so bad. Fuck Comcast. God damn it. Um, yeah, so so we had an embargoed meeting with some sort of consultants or presentation by the Saudi, this this effort. Norman's going to be announced. Players may or may not be in. I don't know that that means they're ready to go, that there's an actual league. I under, I don't understand why they need like a commissioner. I guess you need a face that's sort of promoting it. Norman, I guess, might be good to be that or, or could be the opposite. I, I have no idea. Do you have any reaction to this news? Golf Week had the big story, I guess, uh, with, with the news of the, the media embargo meeting and the Norman stuff. Well, I think, uh, I think having Greg Norman, listen, I think it's a positive for them, you know? So it gives them a little bit more legitimacy. Now, Norman is, he's become kind of a, a shell of his former self with the, with the pictures of the, of the shirtless pictures, everything that happens on social media, they just the <laughs> the Tiger note story from years ago about the, how he never, you know, Tiger never thanked him, how he walked all the way down his driveway to deliver a no, get well soon note. You know, this uh, Norman, I don't think has the clout that he had in say 2000, right? Yeah. Um, that being said, I think he relates to players in some fashion because he was a, real trendsetter in in terms of monetization and in earning what a superstar golfer could possibly earn off the golf course like he certainly was somebody that was very business savvy um made a ton of money off the golf course and maximized his earnings so from that standpoint I think there's there's probably respect from players and and obviously he's kind of of of, of a player that can somewhat cross over into the modern game. But I mean, I don't know. I, I Who knows what's going to happen with this, right? You there? I lost you. Who knows what will happen with this? Yeah. 
All right. Um, I, yeah, it doesn't seem. It's got to be hard to have a conversation when you don't know what I said. Yeah, I heard. I heard the who knows what we'll have with this. Um, I, I, I heard all of it. I heard most of it. How it connects to the the modern player. I, I guess like this just feels like we need to announce some players. Some players need to get in. Shit or get off the pot. Like it just feels like. So if DJ, about- if DJ's gone, let's just you know, like of all the big name players, that seems like the one that just. Yeah, yeah, and, and James Corrigan had a Telegraph article a couple of weeks ago. I noticed where like it does seem like this Saudi international event could be sort of a a Waterloo moment where like are they going to grant the waiver or are they not? Are they going to really say they're not going to they're not going to grant this or not? And, and that. That could be with those decisions having to be made. I don't know when this winter Q4 some point. That could be a point of, of of no return. It's clear they're they're extremely well funded. How organized they are, I don't know. Like like, the, uh, is the league ready to go? Do they have venues? Do they have all this stuff? Do they have? I, I think like the big question is finding this. What I called, what I termed to a friend of the program last night. Everybody's texting about this all day now. It just sounds like it's you know. It sounds like the tour is not not worried about it. But what I said was like they have to, the 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 primary object the primary obstacle remains like finding a workable cohort, right? Like like there are going to be Phil. There's going to be DJ. There, but then like where do you go from there? Is like Jason Kokrak enough? Like Rory has said he's out. John Rahm has said he's out. Brooks once upon a time said he's out. I don't know where he is now. Like, let's just say you, Bryson. What about Bryson? He they sounds Br- Bryson's as unscrupulous and shifty as they come. He'll go to the next thing, right? I would. But think. you know, like, so if you have Bryson, DJ, Phil, that does damage. It's it's, it's a start, but I think you, don't you need like forty guys? 50 i mean are you gonna just then like backfill it with like the asian tour players or like how is this gonna work I, Here, I think, what like, was the team what was it 12 teams i don't remember i don't remember ten, well, i think it's 10 to 12 teams right well now you you have you have pgl proposals which have been like actually put out there on the table but the saudi i don't think I, I think it'd be similar. I don't think they've actually ever like publicly said what it would be. Uh, it sounds like it'd be similar. I just, I think that remains the obstacle. Money, not an obstacle. Um, attracting some players, not an obstacle. Getting venues and... and not you know, an obstacle. Commissioner. I just think like, can you find this cohort of players that makes it where it's not just like, here's Dustin Johnson playing against like the the... 400 ranked player in the world like you have the sex appeal at the top and then it's like what what's left um, i think for them to get started i think the key is having a big name at the head of every single team based off their concept yeah like if there is a big name what we would deem a star player like a Ryder cup level player yep at the top of every team i think then you've got a really good start that's where you can say go. You cannot have like Rio Ishikawa leading a team. Right. Right. Like that can't be that can't be the solution. It right. it needs so, you know, it, from that standpoint, if you if you go like okay, say say you got DJ Bryson, just people that have not really commented on on this, right? DJ Bryson, 
Westy might do it. Westy, like. yeah, Westy. I like, don't know if Westy counts. He? He, I don't know that? if he counts. Him and Phil, like, what if him and Phil? But if they get it started, that's, you know, one thing. Paul Casey would be a name that would immediately jump to mind as somebody that might just get up out of Scottsdale and move his family to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Co-crack, right? Co-crack. Yeah. I don't Co- think Co-crack counts, though. I like legitimately no. don't think he. No. He's not enough to carry. Like I don't think Westy's enough to be the head. So then you like get on. There's like really like, I mean, there's only like 15 guys. I don't think Paul Casey's enough to be the leader of a team. So. I agree. Like I just that's where I struggle. I don't think they can get the. I don't. Th- I think that's why the PGA Tour is not worried. Because, like, what's DJ going to do? Go over there and play for, like, three years and, like, realize there's no, you know. What? But that's the thing. Maybe they're, they're selling, like, the first year is going to be rough. But, like, we're going to get, we're going to pick off more and more players every year when they see that DJ made $100 million playing on this tour. And you made four playing the PGA Tour. Right. I mean, I think DJ is going to make, like, 50 a year up front, maybe. All right? For like, a three-year commitment. I guess, like... The other option where that's we're the going thing. With, it's one hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, right, right. And, and then like the other option is like the tour just has to eat it, and these guys are not on tour for whatever three three months or or whatever the equivalent fourteen events twelve whatever it is. But you're like you still need them, right? And, and they're like, all right, you can still be a member. Uh, maybe they. I don't know who wins that staring contest. Um, the other thing that like. No one seems to be talking about, uh, or maybe they are, and I just haven't seen it. Is like, where do the majors come in? The, the bodies that run the majors on this, like Seth Waugh, I if I recall, was pretty uh, strident at the at Kiowa about like uh, I've dealt with bad people and blood money, and and we're behind the PGA Tour, and and like I I don't know if DJ's making fifty mil a year. And he doesn't get to be a PGA Tour member anymore. I think he's okay. I think he's fine with that. But maybe if you start taking away the Masters and the Majors and everything else, maybe he has a decision to make. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't. But I I guess, like, where do the Majors... Are they going to throw the PGA Tours, like, behind... Are they going to come, you know, to the rescue here? Or are they not? I think that's... People don't seem to be talking about that much. And maybe, like, it's because it's obvious they, they have no... They're not in this fight, and they just are going to stay on the sideline. I don't know. Maybe that you know DJ won't do it because he can't play in the players. You think that would have him broken up if he loses his chance to to win the the TPC Sawgrass Invitational? Um, yeah. Anyways, I like. What I, about Louis? Louis Ustazen? Could you see him doing it? Sure. Absolutely. I don't think he has any great. Loyalty to the PGA Tour. I mean, they right? banned his sponsor. <laughs> um, he could be one. I guess the point is we've had certain uh, iterations of this discussion now for whatever it was. February of 2020, wasn't it? Like Riviera was really started popping off. Um, this one feels... It sounds like there are players that are on board and ready to go, and they're ready to... I, I don't know. Or maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. It, it, from, would, da- would Daniel Berger be a player that could carry a team? No. See, this I is don't... the problem. This is the problem with the whole thing, is that like they need 
the best guys. You need all of them. And, and, and not just that. I, I mean, then you're talking about the lead guys. Then what are you talking about? Number two player. Well, I think the player. number two player, those are the interchangeable. Yeah, yeah, I think like 50 to 100, we see it every year, is just like a sh- shuffling a card deck, you know? And those guys are easy to fill in. I think the 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 key is is the big names. Like they aren't going to make any headway if they have you know forty guys from fiftieth to hundredth in the world rankings. Yep. Like, yep. That you know, but I think like one of the things is if they just throw money at it, get it started, and get a few guys over there, and I think there will be envy when certain players look across the way and see that they worked their ass off, had a great year, made $5 million, and, and somebody just made $150 million in Saudi Arabia, and they're going to be like, Why, what am I doing? Yeah, this is, this is obviously, we're just assessing this on the, the feasibility and attraction of the players. Obviously, there's a ton of sort of complications about this and uh, unappealing aspects to it. I mean, what playing if Billy goes? events of, in Saudi Arabia sounds disgusting uh, or sounds unappealing. There's obviously the the blood money and the, where it's coming from and and just there's also the I mean if you're a if you're a quote unquote person who cares about the game um, I I think like leaders of the game completely tanking the PGA Tour is not the best thing um, but I I don't I don't have any great allegiance to the PGA Tour we're mostly critical of it here but I I think like if you're a leading player in the game. And you just decide, like, hey, I'm going to implode the entire structure of the game because I want $50 million a year. Like, I don't know. That's whatever. They're capitalists, and they want to do that. That's fine. But there's a ton of complications that make it look sort of icky, I would say. We forgot to mention Patrick Reed would be one that would assumingly go. <laughs> yes. One would assume. Although, for God's sakes, like... <laughs> Use golf facts, busy. They run the god. They they kind of wag the PGA Tour. They're the tail that wag. Like I mean, they get Jay to stand up for them all the time, and uh, bury other things. Like I don't know. They they the PGA Tour puts up with a lot of the Reed's nonsense as a member run organization. But um, anyways, that's where we're at. It seems like something's happening. We're gonna have much more next week. It sounds like with on the Norman front, and we'll continue talking about it. All right. Anything on Butterfield Bermuda? Your favorite of that? Listen, I just, I want, some people are being like, oh, why do you hate this event? There's good stories. Of course there's good stories. There's good stories in every freaking PGA Tour event. This is about the bottom of the event and the damage it does to the tour. So that's it. That's it. I'm not demeaning the players that are in there that have earned their right because they're full status PGA Tour card carriers that's not who we're talking about here we're talking about the bottom of the of the barrel in the field and the bottom of the barrel that have some ridiculous priority list ranking still available to them uh it sounds like an ass kicker out there the wind is blowing they've had multiple suspensions of play for wind uh bohug leads at just two under through 12 a lot of players not what many in the doing? red we're doing t- t- Scores halfway through. Yes, the I mid-morning. think that's great. Mid-morning Filet, scores. Brendan DeYoung, he's a Husky boy, but appears to be blowing out the sea. The wind lifted him up and blew him out. He shot an 80. He's nine over. I don't know. John Rollins is not playing well. Ted Purdy also, if you can believe it or not. Um, 
Parker McLaughlin's chipping has not held up in the wind. But yeah, that's that's our, uh, I don't know, mid-first round update from the Butterfield Bermuda Championship. What a surprise. All right, should we do costumes? Yeah. Should I go restart my router? You, this is so you, bad. Can you, turn, can you turn down your headphone volume so I don't hear myself talking through the... Like, let me go restart the router. No, don't restart the router. What? It's fine. Is it that bad? It's so bad, dude. All I right, hear, like, restart the router. All right, now it's the 2021 edition of the Halloween costume. We're back. The, you restarted the router. I did. I did. This is the 2021 edition of the Halloween costumes. Um, again, these are not so much golf-related costumes as t- shotgun start you know, ephemera-related costumes. No one would get them except the weird people who listen to this. Well, some people might. But, you know, we, we've had done it three years now. It's enjoyable. We're going to continue this fourth year. It's a, a little quirky, different kind of segment. All right? It took off. This was like the second month. This was probably like our sixth ever episode or something was the Halloween costumes. You're yeah. like, what is this dumbass golf podcast? All right, let's get to it. We'll do the obvious ones here at the top. Uh, I'll go first. Go for it. The PIP. It's an obvious one. It's an abstract interpretation of the Player Impact Program. I think you, you know, you make yourself real thirsty around the the edges of the mouth, right? I think you put the standings in your chest, maybe do like meltwater mentions on one shoulder, your follower count on like one leg. Like, it's like an abstract interpretation. I, I didn't. I couldn't come up with anything great for the player impact program. Well, I'll whole. I'll do one off of that, based off of that. I'll I'll go with one yes. that everybody I assume is. Uh, I got a couple for uh, JT. Oh God! I've got. You could just be a bucket. <laughs> you could be an IV, a, wa- a walking like an IV, em- an empty bucket, right? Yeah, it an needs empty to be pu- filled. It's yeah. thirsty. Okay, all right. You could be an IV. What's that mean? It's just a, a continuous steady yeah, stream of, yeah. of fluids. Okay, yeah. you could be a can of Sprite. I was a can of Sprite for Halloween as a kid, and it made me think. Because remember how Sprite used to be like the thirst, Allegedly, the oh thirst God. quencher. It's like sugar water. It probably makes you more thirsty. But it was, the they it, sold was us. it was it was it uh, was branded the thirst quencher. So, so those are just a couple of JT ones that I I know what I could I could actually make this tonight. You know, as a friend of the program suggested Thomas the Thirst Engine. Like JT, Justin Thomas the Thirst. I have this we have this big Thomas the Tank engine like tent fold up thing that I could honestly cut a hole in the top of, put a picture on over Thomas's of, of Justin, and I could be Thomas the Thirst Engine. I think that's a great one. Um Go ahead. You have another one you want to throw out there? What were yeah. the obvious ones? Yeah. I, I, you could dress up as a loyalist. And for those that aren't, you know, r- brushed up on their uh, American Revolution history, a loyalist was an American that was actually, you know, supported Britain and the uh, American Revolution. And that you could be the loyalist. Do you know who that'd be? Who is that? The town crier, Billy Horschel. Oh, God. <laughs> recent, uh, recent happenings has turned an oh, American God. into a, uh, a Great He's Britain. A- so you dress up as like a Great Brit- Britain soldier, but you somehow denote yourself as an American. 
He really is a European tour puppet at this point, right? It's kind of unbelievable how the Tom Cryer's been turned. Like, he's over there. He's doing this West Ham stuff nonstop. I mean, there's so many. This is obvious. Well, we heard from somebody. I can't remember who I was talking to about this. But the the guy that came out to watch him at... uh, at the at Wentworth, the the West Ham, one of the West Ham players, he's like one of like the most famous uh, f- uh, soccer or footballers out there. He's like a like an uber famous human being who's out there watching Billy Horschel hey, get man. it done. Billy won the WGC match play. Is that not? Is that not? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he he was miffed at the he's his back was uh, the America turned his back to him. With the with the Ryder Cup snub, he's a he's a loyalist. All right, so there's a ton of obvious ones with Billy. You can dress up in Florida gear with the baton and just start twirling it up everybody's walkway as you go to the door to ask for treats, launching it in the air. Or like if you get something, you know, you get a, a piece of candy, you get like an almond joy or something. You like kind of bend over and throw your baton in the air like you're flabbergasted at the shitty candy you just got. Like oh. Like you got a bad break, bad candy, throw your baton in the air. You could obviously be the town crier with the bell, maybe a Florida hat on. Like the, these are very, these are like you and I, we both did this. Too obvious to even put on the list, right? Like this, it's, but it's, they're great costumes. We would, we would appreciate those. Um, what else you got? I got, um, here's, here's one you could do. You could dress up as an insurrectionist. And when people say, oh, you're an insurrectionist. I this too. I you, this say, too. you say, no, I'm just a middle-aged white golf fan. <laughs> because obviously we're talking about the Americans, the, uh, the American what, Marshals, the, American Marshals, <laughs> the Ryder Cup fans that effectively look like insurrectionists. <laughs> I had this on my list too. I was like, I don't know if I could do this around Maryland and DC where I'm from. There's a lot of scar tissue still. Like, like, no, no, no. I'm just an American marshal. I'm just a golf fan. I'm I'm tweeting. I'm I'm, I'm chanting for Bobby Stricker and, you know, all these things, these stupid chants that we have pre made. I'm just an American marshal. I'm not not dressed up as an insurrectionist. (laughs) We had that both. All right. Um, I've got another one, and I had this down before the news of the week. I had one as used golf facts. Yeah. So you dress up as like the Twitter logo, and like this, you could be both. So they open the door, you start shouting about the late early tea time, you just shout at these people. But you also hand out facts on cue cards, <laughs> on index cards, like Jack Nicholas won 18 ma- majors. I was thinking that you could do this, but you could just talk, you could hand people stuff about your neighbors. You could just talk shit about every, <laughs> all of your neighbors. <laughs> and you could be your neighborhood's used golf facts. Like John down the street, he dresses like a total schlub, you know. Can you so believe, so can, can you believe the neighbors loop. have landscapers that come three days a week and, uh, you know, they're bad people? <laughs> that's pretty good because that's essentially what used golf facts does. I like that interpretation. That's a good one. Um, what else you got? I got, um, here's one from Will Knights. He says that Brooks and Bryson should go as the, you know, the BBC, uh, the guy that was during quarantine doing the reports from his home and the yeah. the, the little kid came in the background. Yeah. It could yep. be Brooks and Br- Bryson. 
you know, you Somebody could go with your kid. You could be the reporter doing that, and the kid could be the you know running around in the background yeah, dancing around. I like it. And it's really just Brooks and Bryson and the girl of the yellow. I got one, uh, Jay Monahan, but Jay Monahan on CNBC. Okay. Oh so you have to have this just thousand yard stare, <laughs> this suit on where it's too big in the shoulders, and the, you have to pretend like the anchor just asked you how great it is that we're getting two masters in six months, and you're just staring at the camera like, how did I end up in this situation again? You have to have that look. How about um, how about going as the fillet, but but being fillet on his Airbnb farm? You know, you're like a fuck. You're like Brendan DeYoung, but you're DeYoung as like you interpret him as like you know he has an Airbnb that's a farm that he you know that he's got his bed and breakfast. So yep, like not Brendan DeYoung the golfer, ben, Brendan DeYoung the farmer and uh, bed and breakfast operator. <laughs> um, I've got. Let's see here. Oh, Big Mike Visaki. When they open the door, you take out your phone and just start sobbing. <laughs> That's trick or treat. <laughs> you just yeah. take out your phone every time you they come can, to the door. You can have your your kids be the the PGA Tour <laughs> production crew that runs around and follows and asks people to recall their uh, their parents even after they've already called them. <laughs> um, what else do I have? Oh, Charlie Belgian. You just got like Fauci memes ta- taped to your shirt, and you're like shouting about calling everybody, you know, Ra- names. Uh, Nazis. Yes, I was gonna say that, but yes. Um, I got one. You you dress up as a ghost, but then you put a stop sign over it. What could that be? You're Brian Gay, the boost stopper. <laughs> I swear to God, you might have done that last. I might have. I might have. <laughs> I had a couple of you know like, what? I, I think I did that last year. So I, it popped into my head because of uh, because of the because uh, of the tour. <laughs> the Still good. It's good. Even if you have done the, that uh, it came. It popped into my head because there was some uh, some article on PGATour.com about Brian Gay fighting back aging and and dressed in just absurd camo print shirt. I had him down here, but like 2005 edition. So you'd have to go with the Testeril or whatever the ED thing he used that's defunct now on your shirt, just in the spiked hair. Because, uh, I mean, that's preposterous. Um, Jerry Kelly, I've got his one. You just go in a Cola Guard hat. Pretty easy to pull off. You could be the dump in the box. What? Sponsored player. <laughs> what, about, uh, what about if you dressed up as Bernie Madoff? And what's the goal? You're Parker McLaughlin. Oh my god! <laughs> Just taken, taken from people, taking from people because you're, uh, you know, you're, all... pur- you're purporting all of your your great chipping wisdom about a player winning an event where she putted, putted, putted off yeah. the green all all day. All right, if we're on Madoff, we might as well do the misdirection section. This is my favorite. What are, this, is a, this is, you know, a genre every year, the misdirection section. Dress as a pirate. They come, oh, are you a pirate? No, I'm Jason Scrivener. <laughs> Another one, misdirection section. Wearing a Robert Horry jersey, but you got a Titleist hat on. Is he ever sponsored by Titleist? I don't know. Whatever. Some golf company. They answer the door. I think he's a tailor-made guy. Tailor-made. Fine. 
Start speaking a Scottish accent. Oh, you're Robert. Like, I'm Big Shot Bob from Oban or Oban. What about dressing up as a tree? Toby Tree. <laughs> Toby Tree. <laughs> oh, little Johnny here. You're a tree? I was like, no, I'm a European tour player. We probably did a piss bear last year, right? I have him on here. I have the piss bears one. That's easy enough to get in a bear costume. We would not, but you're a friendly piss bear. You're not. You're a law-abiding piss bear. You're not urinating on people's property. You're certainly not assaulting other humans. You can urinate on your own property, but dress up as a bear. Maybe you know there's a leak fr- coming from somewhere, or you got stains all over you. The piss bear. The people ask you. I'm Thorpe Jorn Olson. So we are in a garage sale. Are the people that lived in our house before us left in our garage some like bear pee? What? It was like a can of bear piss or something. Does that do something? Does I think it's like... supposed to like scare coyotes or something. Okay. And we put it out, and like the, literally the first item sold at the garage sale was the no, can, was a can of bear piss. And the lady was like, "How much for this?" And my wife's like, "I don't know, a dollar." <laughs> And, and they're like, okay. She like paid and like scurried off to her car. Was like happy as a clam to walk away with bear piss. That's unbelievable. All these campers are going to get at us about the value of the, the bear piss. Um, and then another Horschel one I had like as a guy, a West Ham United fan. You know, you're a footy fan. Like, no, I'm Billy Horschel. That also goes in the misdirection section. You what could just, you, uh, you could dress up as like, uh, you know how there's Green Man? Yeah. I remember there used to be Purple Man. Yeah. You could do this with a group of friends. You could all be Purple Man, you know, that were that are, yeah. You, yeah. at Welsh Ryan Arena or, uh, you know. Uh, sure. And, sure. And, you, and people say, oh, are, are you big Northwestern Wildcat fans? And you say, no, we're just the, the, the Wildcats on tour. You know, David Lipsky, <laughs> Fitzy. Um, Donald, Luke yeah, Donald. Luke Donald. You you got you got you're just the Northwestern golfers on tour. <laughs> In that vein, you could go as the Burley Boys. Group costumes. You get you put on a little weight. We get some get some you know tightly fitting clothes. The Burley Boys would always be a good costume. Um, go ahead. You dress up as Phil Hellmuth. People are like, oh, you're Phil Hellmuth. You say no, I'm I'm Jason Kokrak. <laughs> So bad. So bad. Rory and Marta, I think, would be a good couple's costume. They're just like shouting at each other. One's a caddy, one's a player. You know, obviously ostentatious apparel. Rory and Marta, good couples. Um, what about uh, what about going uh, going as uh, Billy Horschel? And people are like, oh, you're Billy Horschel. You say, no, I'm Rory McIlroy. What does that mean? Just the new king of Pond Beach. Jesus Christ. Um, now that I've Billy's the- gone. Bill, they've flipped places. They've, they're trading they places. Billy's, Billy's more beloved Billy's- by, by, uh, by you know, the Great Britain than London. Rory is. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. They flip sides. One's a Floridian and one's a Londoner at this point. Um, what else? Oh. The Royal St. George's Super. Larson, Paul Larson, he was a, fa- you know. Oh, that'd be just a great one. That's a good one. It's a niche bit. Uh, I also have, oh, this is good. Eric Van Royen. 
You're in joggers. You got a seven iron. And you just start beating the shit out of people's <laughs> Halloween decorations. Pumpkins, just blowing them up, smashing. Pumpkins. Yes, it's just smashing like those little fake gravestones they have, and you just smash those on the yard on your way to the door, like they're tea markers. Uh, go ahead. You, you can, yeah, you could do. You could get a PGA Tour Live uh, thing and like a headset, but yeah. then you could walk around with your golf clubs, and you could be an opposite event. <laughs> pretty good i like that <laughs> um woozy oh so i was got, thinking about this one there's so uh, many what, options so you see those like benches that yeah. like attach to your ass and like you just kind of sit and it unfolds so you're just sitting on their porch as they come to the door eating waffles waffle no, house stuff you could do you could do hot dogs and wine <laughs> you could do hot dogs and I had Waffle House. You had hot dogs and wine. There's options here. That's the thing. But I think sitting on a bench, incredibly close to people, would be uh, the best interpretation of it. Uh, what else? You got anything else? I'm, I'm about out. I, uh, I feel like right. I've less. Oh, um, I got one from John Ezekwitz. Let me find it real quick. He, he submitted one. It was, um, this was it's a pretty intricate one. Okay. Um, let me see. If I, if I, uh, let, Let me see. go while you're waiting. Yeah. Let me go while you're waiting. So this is, you put on a, like your most bland pair of khakis, maybe a navy polo, and whatever golf manufacturer hat you want. And you're Adam Shank. <laughs> I got another one for you. Don't even do any distinguishing characteristic. I mean, you got to be like a white male, unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know. You get, you're kind of, but Adam Shank, just the most bland apparel. Go ahead. Here's another one. Ready? We got you. Do uh, you dress up as, in completely unbranded everything, but golf golf attire, but with no logos whatsoever. <laughs> I can't find a Zekwitz. I'm gonna butcher it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try. And uh, okay, all right. So the premise of it was like you dress up and you go with two two blondes. All right. Do you, you're if you're a guy, you have two blonde women. Okay. That are nearly identical in looks. Okay. So people would assume that you're you know like cheating on your wife, so you're a cheater. But then you you let them know that one is named Tammy and the other one's named Tammy, and you're Billy Mayfair. <laughs> Tammy two? Tammy one and Tammy two. One, Tammy two. <laughs> of all the Tammies in the world, there's a limited universe. He ended up remarrying another Tammy. That's a good one. Thanks to John Ezekwitz. I don't have... What else do I have here? God, I made too long a list. Um, What else do we have? Jeez, there's too much. Woozy. Bill Glasson. That's an easy one. Fr- Flashback Friday. You know, just you look like almost like a wrestler. Oh, you already blew this one for me in our regular Saudi discussion. I had you should go around as Greg Norman. You're just in no shirt, but you walk around. Instead of asking people trick or treat, you hand them letters. And you like say congratulations to your neighbor on such and such. And you're shirtless, just walking around from door to door, putting letters in their mailboxes as opposed to asking for candy. Um, I've got uh, I've got one other one. 
Yes. <laughs> That's a good Norman one. I just was thinking. I mean, about. you're just shirtless giving people letters that they didn't ask for. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty, really good. Um, you go as a bridesmaid. Louis? Yep. <laughs> All right. I think that does it for 2021 costumes. I can't believe we didn't do any Bryson ones. I mean, it feels like we exhausted Bryson last year. I thought about like Bryson's like uh, unwanted NFTs could be a good costume where you're just like, you're down in the dumps, prices depreciated. Something about the NFTs. You could be him, you know, driving the six green at, at uh, or driving this lake, I guess, at, at Bay Hill on six. I don't know. There, there's limited Bryson. A, a misdirection one would be going as Joe Dirt. And you're Cam Smith. Uh, <laughs> there we go. I, like I wonder if you could do one that's the, in the A Bear Herbert zone. I would like somebody to be Stevie Fountains one of these years. You have fountains coming, you know, water shooting out the side. Uh, that's it. I don't, I, there's several others, but we'll leave them on the cutting room floor. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to throw out there? Ah, yeah. Not, I mean, there's got to be a good Sabatini one. I think Rory and Marta lighting the fires of the youth of Slovakia, <laughs> igniting the fires together. Yeah. I think it's a couple's costume at this point. We had some people send their interpretations of the shadow leaderboard, which is, that was a costume last year we suggested. You're, you're kind of, you're a silhouette with the leaderboard down your chest. Um, but yeah, th- there's plenty of options. Thank you. If you've sent some ideas, we'll uh, try to post those maybe to Instagram. Did we ever do the Cameron zone? Could you make a Cameron zone? Could that be one? Someone tweeted us that that at us. Like you wear a Cam Newton jersey, but then you have like other golfer Cameron elements throughout is there a cameron like what other camerons are there in sports well the great was always cam cameron the coach yeah. in indiana the double cam <laughs> like the ultimate i mean he will forever be the godfather of the cameron so, zone. so you got cam cam newton cam cameron uh what was the who's the white Sox center fielder whose last name was cameron um remember mike cameron mike, mike cameron yeah, yeah mike cameron mike cameron you That's got an, yeah you How just, many last name Camerons do you got where you can put in there? There's the got to be a, a, a basketball player, you know, named Cameron. Sure. Sure. Yeah. The Cameron's on. It's all about the uh, abstract interpretation. You don't need your neighbors to understand any of these. You got a couple days to pull them together. I think this episode is what prompted me to pull together the, uh, the you can, uh, Slugger somebody, White. Somebody could outfit. be Cameron Diaz. So you're a group costume. Is that what you're suggesting? Yeah. Then you could All have right. you could like have it. you could have the you could I have like the it. rapper Cameron. Remember yeah. Cameron? Cameron Wake, the football player, you know, the yeah. Dion. Sure, sure. Sure. One somebody could be the one of the Winklevosses, Cameron Winklevoss. Uh-huh. Might be confused for Adam Shank, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um all right. Cameron Hayward. <laughs> Ironhead boy. Man, there's so many. So a lot of Camerons out there, believe it or not. It's a popular name. Okay, that does it. Oh, uh, one other one. I think it should be Tim Tucker. Just happy as hell. Just a pig <laughs> and shit. You just got to be giddy. 
Maybe her caddy outfit. What about said, you could do a team you do a team competition or a team costume, a group costume of Tim Tucker and Jimmy Johnson. You've been, gruntled you've been freed gruntled caddies that no longer work for their for their two thirst buckets. Gruntled caddies. All right. Everyone enjoy your weekends. Enjoy your Halloween. I think I pulled Balloon Boy and Slugger White outfits together just about this episode alone in the last couple of years. We would like to see you attempt yours. Uh, and we'll be back with you maybe on Monday to talk about this Butterfield stuff. Probably I don't know. not. All right. It's, enjoy. Uh, it's, it's Halloween. It's Sun- Sunday Halloween. I, I just. Maybe it'll be another Monday a.m. thing. Maybe. We'll 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 see see. what happens. Everyone, enjoy your weekends. Enjoy your Halloween. Stay safe. Thank you for continuing to listen to the Shotgun Start.